What's the crack? Bit of story time for you. Uh, when I was seven, um, my brother got given FX3 rollerblades by Bauer. Best rollerblades you can get. And I was given some pretty shitty knockoffs. Plastic wheels, no ankle support. I was falling around like Bambi on ice, right? And I was jealous. Oh, was I jealous. Now, to be fair, it was his birthday and I was not entitled to anything. And I only got the rollerblades because I kicked up stink on, again, his birthday, but still, I know what it is to be passed over by a parent, okay? Much like the characters in the TV show Succession, the final season of which is streaming next, from next Monday, on now. And um, look, it wasn't a billion dollar corporate empire that I was overlooked for, um, but it sure felt like it to me. It sure felt like it to me. I'm also spoiled, so that's fun. And it's dysfunctional. Anyway, you can watch that on now. Also, this is a bit of a preamble to let you know that this podcast was originally a Patreon podcast, if you don't know, every single week, um, for just the price of probably a deli roll now, maybe about five euro. Um, every month, you can listen to four extra podcasts a week. Well, four extra, uh, one a week, every Friday. And they are all a range of crazy different topics. Um, and I kind of, they're, you know, a bit weirder. And I, I have a lot of fun with them. And people seem to really enjoy it. I have a pretty good um, uh, turnover. <laughs> and that people stick around and I really enjoy it. Um, so this is one of those pods that I did last week before St. Patrick's Day. And I talk about anxiety. I talk about um, having a little mate who doesn't have your best interest at heart. I talk about Paddy's Day traditions and it's a lot of fun. So if you like this, it's also a video. Um, and you'd like to give it a subscribe. If you'd like to take a punt on it for a month, feel free. So um, yeah, if you're listening to this as well, click in the in the descriptions and there's a video for this as well. But anyway, listen, cheers. Thank you very much for listening uh, and uh, enjoy this pop. Sitting there having a cup of joe from fucking smoking bean. What, you kids been smoking beans? What you kids been doing? Smoking a bunch of fucking beans at the Tesco Express? Got some smoking bean coffee here. Ah, uh, uh, it's fine. Everything's fine, isn't it? Oh, that goes in the compost bin. That's good to know. Feels mad putting stuff in the compost bin. I'm new to the bin game. Um, I have three new bins. One for card... <laughs> Is this how you're starting the show? Is this how you're starting the show? Listing off your bins to the paid, beautiful, stunning, radiant. I, w I will say this, though. Obviously, you know that if you approach me on the street, people on the street come over to me and they um, they might introduce themselves. And I love meeting people. I mean, come on. Come on. Tony, I love your whatever. Whatever's coming out of your mouth. Why would I not love that? All right. So I love that. Okay. Um, but when people say that they're patrons, I, I turn my shoulders turn to now face you because I now I'm interested in talking to you. <laughs> I've, I've always been interested, but now I love you. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you ever had that. We like when Brezzy did that to me once. He'd face me with his shoulders when he's talking to me. You know what I mean? Rather than like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's cool. You're like it locked in. You know. So um, if you tell me that you're a patron, I will roll out the red carpet of my attention and I want to talk to you but also I have found between me and you it's fucking hot pretty fucking hot out there they're pretty they're, you're good looking you're a good looking 
like you know slice of of Ireland <laughs> and and beyond. You know, I've I've I have not met any patrons outside of Ireland. You know, maybe if I'm walking on the streets in London, it might happen sometime. Tony, I love your fucking mate. When are you going to finish the hottest video game characters, mate? Is it is it going to be Birdo? Is Birdo going to win? You know, maybe that'll happen sometime. But um, for now, it's just been some of the most. If there's a Venn diagram of the hottest people in Ireland, there's a serious overlap of patrons as well. I'm not even messing, you know. Uh, you're a good-looking bunch of people. I will just say this. Well, look, you most of you are good-looking, you know. Ah, no, I've turned it now. I've upset you. He thought it, you, oh, I thought he was talking about me, and now he said, actually, maybe not all of them are attractive. He's definitely talking about me. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I think you're one of the good-looking ones. The point I'm making is not a, not, not a fucking dud so far, you know. Um, people have also, and this is, I'm, I mean, I'm, I am not messing when I say that everyone who's said that they're a patron has been a good-looking person, but also everyone who's come to the gigs. And, you know, you know me, I like to bring a smorgasbord of the finest talent to the gigs, usually the same three people. But, um, you know, they always say they're the best audience. Uh, you guys are the best audience and one of the more attractive audiences. So that's something for you to know. Um, although on that, let's focus down that rabbit hole of, me saying that maybe one of you isn't the most attractive and you specifically thinking that's you, right? Let's talk about that for a second because that's something I would do, right? I was I was driving around today and I was listening to Sarah smile. I said, Siri, sorry if I've set off your Siri now, but I said, play some yacht rock, right? I want to hear some fucking yacht rock, right? Um, do I have any boogers in my nose, actually? Because I feel like I'm in a good flow state here and it would be a real shame if I had to redo this. I'm good. My nose is clean. Ah, see, I have famously big nostrils, you know. Um, which actually, do you know what? It's all coming out of fucking woodwork now from my wife. She says, you know, you have big nostrils. I hope they don't get your nostrils. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You know? Now, she has also, you know, been very complimentary of my kind of like big hands and my kind of big brow. I got the fucking stigmata. See that? I, do you know how I got that? Anyway, I'm going to close that point. And now she's all saying, oh, I hope the kids don't get your big nostrils. I'm like, the fuck, right? Um, see that on my hand? This is a video pod, by the way. You can watch this on a video. I'm back in the studs. Um, that was from a screwdriver putting together a big fucking table, you know? I like to put together flat pack furniture. I do enjoy it. It makes me feel... Because I'm a hard worker with very strict instructions. Idiot-proof instructions. I'm a very hard worker with idiot-proof instructions, you know? So it took me about four hours. This is when I knew the writing was on the wall putting this IKEA table together, right? Was the video on how to put it together on YouTube was 25 minutes long. And I'm like, well there, well, there goes six hours of my day putting this fucking thing together. If the video is 25 minutes long, and this is a guy who knows what he's doing, you know? This is a lad who probably doesn't put the legs on the top of the table, you know? Oh, they go underneath, actually. Anyway, so I got the... Ah, my young fella's like, oh, what happened? And I'm like, oh, I was putting to, I, you know, I was putting together a table. I was being real strong. That's what happened, son. I was being real strong. And I haven't quite formed the calluses because I have very soft hands. Anyone who shakes my hands, in fact, maybe even a patron, maybe even you're one of the people who had, um, will know that I have famously soft hands. <laughs> anyway, what am I saying? I was driving around today listening to some yacht rock. Yacht rock. And, um, and 
uh, Sarah Smile by Hall and Oates came on. One of my favorite songs of all time. I love it so much. I love it dearly. It is probably just one of the. It's one of the most beautiful um, song melodies. I just love singing it. I love singing it in the shower. I fantasize sometimes of serenading people with it, you know. But I'm a white guy, so you don't get to do that. White people serenading is just so unsexy, you know. Black men serenading is a very attractive thing, you know. I think it just applies to black men. I'm trying to think. Chinese, um, Native American, maybe. Nah. Um, what else is there? Uh, Nordic. No, I think it only applies for me anyway. Um, you know, a sexy black man. See, this is the thing. I think black people are more, you know, comfortable with their with being super horny. They make some of the most incredible art. Some actually, I will say this: my favorite type of art comes from black people <laughs> being super horny. Like Marvin Gaye is like my favorite. I love Marvin Gaye, you know, and I love, I love slow jams. It is probably one of my favorite art forms. So I, I but and it's difficult to be able to tell specifically where an art form comes from. But I can tell you where my favorite art form comes from. Black dudes being super horny, you know, and and, away, and, and able to articulate that in the, probably the most beautiful way, you know. I'm hot just like an oven. I need some loving, you know. Like, who's that lady by the Isley Brothers? Is just like, it has like 20 solos in it because the guitarist is just so fucking horny and wants to know who that lady is, you know. Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Just tell me who the lady is. Anyway, what am I getting at? I would love to be able to serenade a woman. Not going to happen. And something about the thought of getting carried away with Sarah Smile, singing it to myself. Something, I don't know what it was. But it hit me like a shotgun shell to the fucking chest. I think it's maybe a midlife thing as well. It was kind of an unlived life. I got, a, I got a bit of a bang of unlived moments that I probably won't be lived. <sighs> tough, tough, tough. You know, I have so much ahead of me. So much ahead of me. I haven't even won like any good awards. <laughs> yeah, personally in the career wise, you know. But also, you know, I haven't had a family holiday at Disneyland, you know. I haven't showed my young fella a wrestling match, you know. Um... I haven't had my daughter walk out dressed as a fucking reindeer in a school, uh, you know, nativity play and me sobbing, sobbing my eyes out, you know. I haven't given a wedding speech for my kids, you know. These are all moments that are on the horizon that are, that are you know, that I will become a puddle of piss. <laughs> oh, no, a puddle of tears at, you know. All of amazing moments ahead of me. I haven't made a movie, you know. I haven't sat there in a, in a, in a crowded theater and had people like watch my movie yet, you know. Um, I haven't released an album. I haven't pressed a, a vinyl of an album, you know. I haven't made a vinyl figurine, which I want to do as well, you know. All these things are all ahead of me, you know. Um, I haven't had a ride in a while. You know, that's on the horizon as well. 
because of the ball thing. I haven't had a ride, you know, in the wild. So that's on the horizon as well. So, so that's all ahead of me, and it's great. Hard to live in it, you know. Your mind doesn't get overjoyous and nostalgic for the future, no matter what. You a leap, I might tell you. Future nostalgia, name of her album. Um, so it's easy to get preoccupied with the past and also the kind of uh, the unlived past. So I don't know what it was about listening to Sarah smile today, but it hit me like a shotgun shell to the chest that I might not, um, you know, uh, you know, I might not be a young, hot, sexy, not specifically black guy, but that kind of vibe. And I might not be able to, you know, serenade a lady. I won't. I haven't done singing lessons well enough yet to do that. It just seemed. It just seemed like an. It, it just seemed like an unattainable task to be serenading a lady in a in a field of wheat somewhere, you know, eating a bunch of animal crackers. So, you know. So I don't know what it was. I mean, I'm trying to verbalize it now, but that's that. That's that's you know, that's a waste of time because it was just a pure emotion of something. It hit me, uh, and I realize that that happens a lot sometimes. And I'm prone to then pick up my phone or something. You know, my mind can get carried away, and it just seems to be like I'm just walking around in the prison commissary all of a sudden, and I'm holding my little dish, and some little anxiety will come by and be like, shank me, and I'm like, ah, and then I'm like, oh, I'll take out my phone, I feel better, you know, <laughs> or I'll like eat a, which I did yesterday. Uh, a full share size pack of Cadbury snack bars in the car, you know, and I did it and I hid it. I hid it from my son who was in the back seat, you know, because he would have wanted one. And I knew that it would spoil his appetite and it would keep him. You know what I mean? I did the thing that they do in Dublin Zoo where they say, don't feed the animals, you know, because no one should be eating burgers. You know, these animals have a strict diet. We can't enforce that on you. Strongly recommend it, though. Can't enforce that on you. But don't be giving your shite to this beautiful fucking aardvark. You know? So, um, so I had the same. So, like, I'm not, I'm not giving you it. So, I had a big share size of snack bars. And you know what pisses me off? Right? Is this little fucking scrote who shanked me in the, com- in the prison commissary? This guy, you know? Uh, saying you'll never fucking serenade a woman in a cor- in a field of wheat again, you know, or not even again ever because you're not a sexy black dude, you can't sing very well, <clears throat> and you're old, and that's all behind you. And if you didn't do it then, you're never gonna do it now, you know. But in one hard shank, you know. So uh, that fella who's willing to fucking pipe up there, yeah. This mate of mine, right? He's unwilling to pipe up when I'm eating, a, 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 you know, a share bag. Like a, you know, a multi-pack of Cadbury's snack, the yellow snack, yellow snack bars, of course. Come on. The yellow snack bars, you know? Now, they're what? They're nothing. If you actually bought one in the shop, if you bought a consumer pack, you'd get six in it. So I had 12 little biscuits. Was it 12? It would have been 12. Would have been 12 biscuits, I had. Now, you get six in the pack, in a consumer pack, for one person's use. If you're just, I don't know, grabbing a smoking bones, for example, from Tesco Express, you might grab a snack, in which case you're getting six in that. 
I think. I think he gets six in it. Maybe it's four. Either way, so unimportant. Uh, where's this fucking fella saying, don't eat the fucking slack bar? You know? So who, why, who is this fucking guy? Do you know what I mean? Pipes up to give me a shanking because I'm deluding myself that I might sing someday. But won't, you know, pipe up and be like, don't eat the fucking snack bar. You know what I mean? So I realized I have a little, I have a little salacious crumb. Now, if you don't know who that is, salacious crumb is the youngler who lives under Jabba the Hutt. And he comes out sometimes, he's got a little beak and he's got a little mad hair. And he goes, <laughs> he says that all the time, you know, <laughs> you know. He is the most Muppet-looking thing in Star Wars, you know? Uh, and he uh, he looks shit. Like, he looks really shit. And there was a recent Mandalorian where a bunch of them were in... Um, I, I can't believe I don't know the names. I got, enough, I got enough shit in my head, right? I don't remember the name of the species that Salacious Crumb is. Okay? Where am I going with this? Okay, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is... I have a little mate who's a little trickster... And I just know, I need to know that. I need to not put, I need to not consider my, like, I'm not Salacious Crumb, but I have a Salacious Crumb who lives with me. Do you know what I mean? Who's always winding me up. Who's telling me I'll never serenade a woman. Who tells me that, you know, uh, I'm I'm uh, obsolete and unfunny. Do you know what I mean? That I have a little mate, little fucking gimp, that, that tells me that. Do you know what I mean? It is not, you know, and I need to be very clear that that is not me saying that. That that is not everyone else thinking what he th- what he thinks. Little muppet living under Jabba the Hutt. What he thinks, and I think everyone is walking around thinking that, like some hive mind that I'm the only one not in the know of. You messing? No. So I need to know that. I need to. I, I need to distance. Uh, you know, my thinking from that. I need to distance myself from this. He's just a little me, who unfortunately I have to live with. But my God, Jonas like, right? And do you know someone, maybe it's like a cousin or a mate. Luckily, I see these people, but like, I don't, luckily I don't have a lot of mates who are like this. But we all have elements of this in us. But like, do you know, do you ever have people who maybe went to college with and like they still haven't kind of grown up since college, you know? And they're kind of fucking around. They still like, you know, empty out a load of ends of rollies into a spliff, you know? And they have like ashtrays around the gaff. And maybe they, you know, they haven't quite. And I'm, And look, hey. Before you start thinking I'm talking about you, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you, right? You're amazing. But I'm imagine, imagine the worst version of this, you know? The sort of person who hasn't grown up, never really wanted to do a job, uh, hates all the bosses they've ever had. They've always just rubbed them up the fucking wrong way. Nah, fucking the boss, fucking wrecking my head. Nah, just, you know. And they blame other people for everything, you know? But yet they're so comfortable to, like, give you advice. Do you know what you should fucking do? It is what you should fucking do. You know what I mean? Um, do you know what you should do? Quit the job, right? Um, we'll start a band, you know, and you're like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you have to be like, okay, you know? And like, again, all of my mates kind of have elements of this, you know? I mean, me especially, right? But I'm telling you to picture this, like the one mate who just has not grown up at all since school, you know? But they're so comfortable to give you advice. That's kind of, I think, how I need to start treating this this salacious crumb, this little gimp who wants to shoot a shotgun shell into my chest for listening to Yacht Rock. Do you know what I mean? 
Because that happens a couple of times a day. I'm like, oh, but no, because, and I don't fully understand why. And I want to get more articulate as to why I get these little, little flutters as to like, they're small in the grand scheme of things. I'm a very, you know, I'm, I'm functioning, you know. But uh, I think I need to treat it with a bit more kindness, you know. Be like, I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for your input. But I honestly wouldn't trust you to sit the right way on a toilet seat, mate. You know? So I think that's what I'm going to go with. You know? Do you find you're having these issues too? Uh, mate, I should just, you know what I should do? I think I'm done with this comedy. I think I need to pivot exclusively into the anxiety, you know? Into the anxiety game, you know? Anxiety podcast. Here's my top five things I learned on TikTok today about how to overcome anxiety. I just need to be one TikTok ahead of the other TikToks. Do you know what I mean? Or one behind and hope that other people don't see those TikToks that I see, you know? Like, it's it's absolutely insane that, like, I saw... It's mad how quick TikTok has changed the zeitgeist, right? Saw... There's a lot of people who are like, oh, I never knew this thing I just found out that I spent fucking ages researching something. And they're basically just borrowing other people's TikToks, you know. I'll give you an example. I'm talking too abstract here. Uh, like there was a TikTok going around of someone picking up a hammer, putting a, a nail in the peen, which is the name of the back of a hammer. I'm not talking about your cock, right? Put it in the peen and then turn it right around and bang it once from the peen. And it goes in rather than holding your fingers like that and go, right? And then they're hammering it. So it's locked in the peen. Reverse hammer, bang, nails in the wall. And then they turn the hammer around and go bam, 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 right? I saw a TikTok about that. Oh, do you know you can do it this way? And then I saw other people being like, so apparently there's a new way of hammering a nail. And I'm like, are you honestly taking someone else's tip and saying, hey, guys, I don't know if you guys know, but I just found out as well as a billion people did that you can do it. And then, you know, who wrote that? <laughs> who made this? <laughs> you know, are you honestly? Anyway, what else is going on? It's Paddy's Day today. You know that famous Irish song about your, your, your ears hanging low? Um, well, I'm Irish. Hey, hey, Americans, it's actually Paddy's, not Patties, okay? <laughs> hey, America. Please stop um, swapping the D's for the T's. <laughs> what are you, a, a lesbian? Hey, America, what are you? Are you a lesbian? Because you keep swapping the, the D's for the T's. I didn't know you were into T's instead of D's these days. You must be a... You know? No, you don't want swaps, actually. A lesbian, I suppose. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you've tur turned... Maybe if you've come out and you didn't realize beforehand. I don't know what's the best way of talking about that. I suppose you don't change, do you? You don't change, you are. But I don't know what other people's journeys are, so I don't know. I was just trying to have a go with the Yanks. Hey, America. Um, please stop changing it from patties to patties. We don't call him uh, Joe Biden. You know, we're not calling him, although he's always, although it wouldn't fucking surprise me, him. He's always kissing people. Oh, kissing people, boys and whatever on the lips. I wouldn't be surprised if he's biting people as well, you know. Just saw this unreal meme from my ma. It said, hey, America, please stop calling it patties. Uh, da, 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 you know. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, it is Paddy's day um, today, and Paddy's people get very like. Um, I find it funny that people are so in defense of, you know, don't call it patties. It's paddies, you know, when it's kind of an American holiday anyway that we've taken back. It's kind of like, and there's leprechauns everywhere, and they're kind of not in the same way, kind of uh, caricatures. They're kind of like, kind of like um, minstrels, (laughs) you know? They kind of are. They're kind of like awful caricatures that, yeah, we've taken back. But, you know, you know, Bloomsday's right there. Do you know what I mean? And it is a celebration of getting pissed. You know? Is it great? I love it. But, I mean, what's to defend? Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, I don't know why people get, hey, excuse me. It's not our heritage, really. You know? I mean, Samhain's right there. You know, I'm not having a go. Celebrate it. But like, you know, it's not, you know, going over with a bunch of, like, what do you think Biden's going to do with a big bowl full of fucking uh, champ, uh, clovers? Uh, what are these? Is this watercress? <laughs> no, Mr. President. Fracker do nothing. Yeah, it's fine. You just eat it. If you want to eat it, that's fine. If you want to eat a big bowl of watercress, that's fine. Suppose it is water. Suppose I suppose it is watercress actually, and then all of a sudden we're coming back and we've you know, FAI have to make a statement. Actually, it's no watercress on the new Ireland kit because Bradker said because he was too embarrassed to to correct senile President Biden. <laughs> it's actually watercress. I tell you, I'm very excited about um, the new FAI kit. It has a shamrock on it, and I tell you, I always like when it's a nice simple logo. Because when that means when I order like the fake jersey off DH Gate, um, it means that they probably you know they won't fuck it up. You know what I mean? We'll fuck up the crest. Sometimes it's a really hard crest. Sometimes you know, um, it might be hard for them to counterfeit. But that looks like an easy enough one. So I'm looking forward to that. I bought like a couple of Bose jerseys from DH Gate. Like honestly, the date are out. It's mad. It's mad. Bought the Dublin bus one. Bought the Bob Marley one. You know, eleven quid. You know. And I know what they could probably do with the cash. But I'm not a fan of any of it, you know? <laughs> so defensive of it, you know? But I like buying counterfeit fake jerseys. I like buying fake jerseys, you know? Um, what would my ideal Paddy's be? Because every Paddy's has just been somewhere in the rain, cold, not knowing where to go for 30 years, <laughs> you know? Ever since I was five, going into the parade. My mom used to bring me into the parade, uh, me and my brother, and then it would be too crowded. And one year she was like, you know, we'll just, we'll just bring you to the joke shop and we'll get something funny and we go home. And that became a tradition then for a couple of years. We'd go and get a joke in the joke shop. You know? <laughs> fart stink. Fart smell. Fake shit. Fake vomit. Fake cum. Cum spray. <laughs> Happy Paddy's Day. Um, but what would my ideal Paddy's be? My ideal Paddy's. This would be my ideal Paddy's, right? Wake up in the morning. Um... I mean, this is if I'm including other people. This is not like my ideal day. My ideal day, um, I live my ideal day every day, seeing the smile on my children's face and my wife every morning in bed. Okay, so just park that. That's ideal. But my second best idea. Um, no, my ideal patties would be um, getting up, right, making uh, some big green smoothies, get some veggies into the kids, a bit of cucumber, a bit of spinach, 
bit of avocado, right? Superfood. So that no matter what shite we're eating later, we know we just have that ticked off, you know? I could even fucking follow that up with a fucking edible and a McDonald's muffin. As long as I've had that smoothie. But you know what's mad? I won't need to because I'll be full from the smoothie. Anyway, moving on. Then we get to Lewis into town, right? We got a mate. We don't, but it'd be great if we did. I have a mate who has, like, you know, an apartment uh, or a studio that overlooks the parade line, right? We get some snacks. We sit the kids in front of the fucking window, right? We have a couple of beers. We play some games, right? We play specifically activity games of, like, you have to pick up uh, chopsticks with, like, uh, or pick up a bottle ping pong ball with chopsticks or something like that challenges right we play a bit of fucking challenges right and then after the parade each person has to give um a powerpoint presentation on their favorite irish person right so it'd be like someone's doing bono people be heckling people be booing someone be playing a bit of enya everyone would be like shut up for a second i need to tell you why this piece of enya music it's like a vox article right it's like a vox podcast why this piece of enya music is the most important piece of music in irish history Right, and everyone has to be so hyperbolic about why their Irish person is the best. And then later, based on the presentation, it'll be put to a vote, and then that person wins a prize, um, which would be which is a TB, because I'm making this up, you know. All of that seems quite attainable, so I think we should do it, rather than traipsing around somewhere where it's all really cold. I'm just wondering, might even see if what's the parade line? Is it always the same? Because that sounds like a fucking class, Paddy's. Maybe I'll just try rent a studio there. You know? There must be some room that overlooks the parade line that we could have a bit of crack with. You know? Ah, anyway. <laughs> so that'll be my ideal Paddy's. But I don't, I'm just not a huge fan of, of big things where everyone is out somewhere looking for something to do. You know? It's like, what's that? A beautiful mind theory where if everyone goes for the one thing, then I don't want it. You know? <laughs> I want to go for the thing what everyone's not going for. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I might fight you for a dinner reservation and try and get in early to book tickets for something if everyone's looking for that. But if it's like everyone's going to town, I'm like, well, then that doesn't sound like the best crack because it's not the optimum amount of space for me to be able to get a pint. Like, why would I want to, you know, um, more people, less crack for me, you know, unless it's like a festival and you're catered for that sort of thing. But Dublin City Centre is not. What else is going on? It's Paddy's. I mean, I've talked about the history of St. Patrick before, you know. But, um, yeah, that's what I find it very interesting about, the you know, everyone being so in defense of it. Because, you know, most of the people I know will be atheist, you know. And most people probably wouldn't have liked the church so entrenched in Irish uh, society, Irish culture. <laughs> just winced there realizing that you know I'm you know whatever fucking yeah and what and obviously you know is that salacious crumb popping up <laughs> look that's a fair point fair point well made okay just not gonna listen to it um, but what else is going on uh, I have three bins recycling glass and uh, general rubbish some say general grievous <laughs> No, but, um, so, um, so yeah, why don't you have a great Paddy's yourself? Listen, why even listen to this? Go out there, enjoy yourself, live, laugh, love, and have a great time. And, um, how long has this been? This feels really short. <laughs> no, hang on, wait, what do I have anything else to say? I should time these, you know, I should time these. I tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to do quick fire, 
there's a lot of colors here on the back of the wall. Uh, and I'm going to look at them and tell you what I think of each color, right? Red. Red makes me think of uh, red apples. And isn't it mad the pink ladies have like their own sticker? You know? Um, why don't other apples have their own sticker? Hey, who did the branding for pink ladies? Um, yellow. Yellow makes me think of... Um, like a big bird from Sesame Street. And how he probably has a really like soft cloaca. Um, and yeah, cloaca is like the, the hole that they use for everything. They have like a butt and they lay eggs and they pee and they poo in one hole. And he probably has a nice soft cloaca. Green makes me think of uh, Paddy's, St. Patrick's Day. We talked about that. Um, blue um, makes me think of, I watched After Sun, right? And there's a lovely bit where the kid in it, well, I watched half of it uh, and I watched the rest tonight. And the kid, Frankie Corio, is there and she's looking at the sky and she's all like, I often think how beautiful it is or how great it is that we share the same sky, that wherever you are and I am, like at least we're looking at the same sky. And I'm like, oh my God, breaks my heart because I remember my dad told me that before because my parents were divorced and he told me that. And I was like, oh my God, that breaks my heart. There's also a bit where Paul Mescal, and you can see why he was nominated for the Oscar. They come home after a fun day out swimming at the pool and like playing in the arcade or whatever, one of these resorts. And his daughter's lying on the bed and she's like, I just feel really tired, you know. Do you ever find that? And like she's saying, you know when you just kind of like feel like just sore and tired in your bones. You had a really fun day, but then when you come home, you kind of just feel tired and sore and you kind of feel like you're sinking and you're kind of a bit sad, you know. Like she's essentially describing kind of depressive feelings you know and the whole time she's talking he's just there like shaving in the mirror you know or brushing his teeth and like he's like oh what, what do you feel and he's listening to her and she's like oh I feel like tired and you just see his face just drop and in th- like in five seconds he goes from like the joy of just listening to his daughter talk to to oh my god she has what I have and then the anger of oh my god it's because I've given her the depression and he just spits goes <laughs> spits in the mirror at himself at his expression and it's like fucking incredible I was like oh like he goes like what's that and he goes like oh no that's sorry and then he realizes it dawns on him and he spits in the fucking mirror it was an incredible scene um fair effects to him you know young man first Oscar nom but now Joey's gonna be doing flicks where he'll be all of a sudden some Scorsese flick you know, and it'll be all hyper Hollywood or whatever. It's not going to be all. He's done very well with um, Charlotte Wells and Lenny Abramson. They've that kind of hyper real, kind of like just almost like vignettes, you know, of moments. Just, you know, he, he works well being shot in like a series of moments, you know, because he's just so, he's just so much behind the eyes, is our Paul Mescal. Anyway, purple. <laughs> purple makes me think of plums. Uh, aubergine, and they call it goddamn eggplant. I'm having eggplant for Patty's Day. Pink um, makes me think of pink to make the girls wink. And I also feel really bad. I did the pod, the podcast, a live pod, and um, I was slagging the lads in DAA because they wear pink. And then Peter called me on it, and he, you know, the lads in the airport. And I'm like, I just find it funny they're trying to talk, you know, give out to me, but they're they're wearing pink, and then. Both Shane and Peter were looking at me and they're like, why is that funny? Kind of insinuating that I'm some sort of homophobe. 
<laughs> you know, for saying that. Um, and I suppose I need to take a good hard look at myself as to why I thought that. You know. Anyway, moving on. Grey. Grey makes me think of The Grey Man, a movie I haven't seen, but I've heard bad things about. So there we are. Um, so, uh, look, I hope you've enjoyed this pod. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. I love you. Have a great St. Paddy's. Enjoy your Paddy's PowerPoint presentation party. Paddy's PowerPoint presentation party. Five Ps. Uh, and have a, uh, yeah, have a great time. Thanks. All the best. Bye-bye.